Hey, it's Dan Emmons, and this is Bite Size Blockchain. On this day in America, it's Thanksgiving. But blockchain is a globally used technology, and we all have something to be thankful for. So far, we understand blockchain is essentially a time-ordered set of blocks that contain verified transactions on a shared record book that cannot be changed. So where does Bitcoin come in? One of the reasons we should care about blockchain is that we care about property and that payments are legit. So how do we keep track of property, such as digital money or cryptocurrency, on the blockchain? In Bitcoin, the value of the line item in the record book represents the money. Think of a Bitcoin account as a pair of private key and address that relies on well-known secure cryptography. A randomly generated private key is also known as the secret key. And this is what you use when you spend Bitcoin. So keep that extremely safe, like the most important password you can imagine. From here, the private key is used to derive a public key and further used to generate an address. That address is what you share with someone when you want to receive Bitcoin. Both the secret key and your address are really long strings of characters that are unique. And that's what keeps your property separate from someone else. It's virtually impossible to guess someone else's account address or private key. In fact, there's an astronomically large number of possible addresses, so don't think about ever running into someone else's address. We'll talk about how many that is in the future, but for now, think of your private key as a unique grain of sand on Earth, and then each Earth being another grain of sand on another Earth, and so on. That's huge. The amount of Bitcoin or BTC a person controls is represented by the number of unspent transaction outputs or UTXO assigned to their address. We know that address has control of those Bitcoin because in the future, only the person that has the private key associated with that address is able to sign a message that gets sent to the blockchain in order to spend it. Let's say Bob had a total of 8.5 Bitcoin. If he needed to make a payment of 5 Bitcoin to Steve's address, he would construct a message that says, With my 8.5 BTC, send 5 to Steve, but send about 3.5 back to me. To verify this payment, send a tiny amount to the miner that does that work. He signs it and sends it to the network. Assume the transaction is validated by the network. Bob will then have almost 3.5 unspent Bitcoin. Steve gets 5 Bitcoin in his control because only he has access to the private key associated with that address. And there's one more detail I left out for the sake of simplicity. When you make a purchase with a debit card or credit card, a service provider like Visa or MasterCard is taking a certain percentage of the purchase price in order to validate your transaction. But with blockchain and Bitcoin, how does that work? Remember, we're relying on decentralized consensus to verify the transaction. When you send a transaction to the blockchain, you're broadcasting to the network your intent to spend Bitcoin. In exchange for the hard work needed to verify this transaction, you offer a very tiny amount of BTC or Bitcoin as a transaction fee. When you spend Bitcoin, you might use a digital wallet like Edge, formerly known as Airbits, an app that constructs a transaction message signed with your secret key. To the person using the wallet app, it looks like any other form of payment you've done online. The only difference is, you're specifying the address of a person directly, 
not Visa or MasterCard, which makes this a peer-to-peer -peer technology, avoiding the middleman. Nobody is going to try to block your valid transactions. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Those computers that are verifying your transaction, they're known as full nodes, and they're functioning as miners. Now we're getting to the true beauty of this technology. We can do business peer-to-peer -peer and know that miners are doing the proof of work to verify that every transaction ever recorded in history on the blockchain is valid. Here's one thing to ponder until next time. Where does Bitcoin come from? If you don't have any before, how did it exist? For now, here's a hint. Miners are rewarded for doing all that hard work. And those who use Bitcoin are rewarded by empowering themselves through blockchain. That is something to be thankful for. Please subscribe, like, and share.